Welcome to Kingdom.Think. Today we're covering Joshua 13, 14, Psalms 103, and Acts 14. And we are reading Kingdom.Think every single day so that we can get through the Bible in one year. And we're just, just the awesome feeling, the commitment. You know, honestly, when we do this, when I do this podcast, I read, like, especially when we get to Psalms, if they're not too, too long, I read them. So even if you don't get an opportunity to get into the Bible, try to listen to the, the, the podcast episode because you're getting scripture in and, um, and you're getting, you know, so you're staying somewhat up, up to speed with the story and, um, what's going on and just insight. So I hope you're getting that out of kingdom.think because the Bible is more than, um, just a book that the, that the preachers use or even just to tell the story of our faith. It is a living, breathing, spiritual um, spiritual book. So the stories are more than just history. So I hope you got that part. So let's get into, let's see, should I do Psalms or should I do Acts first? Okay, Acts 14, let's go there. Because we have Paul and Barnabas who are on their little evangelical ministry all over these different lands. And so it'll describe where they go from place to place to place to place. And we hear little stories along the way. So when they got to, where are they at? Um, I don't know. Oh, Iconium. Iconium. So here they're speaking and they like to go to the synagogue and speak. And so there are a lot of Jews and Greeks that became believers. However, there's also a lot of Jews the leaders in particular who do not like it. And later on in like halfway through Acts 14, they actually stone Paul and drag him out of the city and they think that he is dead. So this is verse 19. Then some Jews came from Antioch and Iconium and won the crowd over. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the side of the city thinking he was dead. But after the disciples had gathered around him, he got up and went back into the city. And the next day, Barnabas and Paul left for Derby, D-E-R-B-E. So they preached the gospel in that city and they won a large number of disciples. Then they returned to Listeria, Iconia, and Antioch, strengthening strengthened strengthening the disciples and encouraging them. So now they've backtracked to all the places that they had gathered more believers and they went to encourage them and strengthen their faith and to set, um, they called them elders. Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in each church, church meaning the group of people that gathered together. And he basically told them also, we must go through hardship, many hardship to enter the kingdom of God. So it's interesting because, you know, Paul had just been stoned and they were weary and they were persecuted. So that's what they told the people, but that's what they were feeling at the moment. It's funny because a lot of times people really just hang on to that part. Like, you know, we must suffer for the kingdom. We must, let's say... God has blessed somebody, has blessed you with a home and a, and a business or a great job and a happy family. Well, 
you don't have to destroy your life to say, you know, I need more hardship in my life. Maybe it's a season of helping other people. But, and and everybody's hardship is different. So, okay. Um, let's see, at the end of 14. Oh, so at the end of 14... From Atalia, they sailed back to Antioch, where they had been committed to the grace of God for the work they had completed. So they spent some time back in Antioch, just telling all the people, all the disciples, what they had experienced on their on their journey. So that's the story. So it's so, so important that you just really stay along with it, because as things develop, you know, as we go into like, Corinthians and these other chapters where they're going to talk about the bod- the people. You have to understand where the people started from. So as you get irritated with maybe some of the behavior later, you got to remember where they came from. And it's like a baby church. Okay? So here we are. That was X14. So Psalms 103. Oops, not there yet. Okay, Psalms 103. Listen to this, guys goes like this. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Okay, so now can you understand why over the t- over history, I mean, like, even after the Bible was written, current day history, like, they want to p- keep people away from reading the Bible. Even today, they want to pull the Bibles out. Of, well, they did. They pulled the Bibles out of schools. They pulled the Bibles out of the hotels. They want to make the Bible seem like it's not cool. Don't read it, guys. It's not cool. Because if they, if you did, not only would you be encouraged, not only would you see the character of God, but the whole blueprint that God designed and the benefits that you would receive. I mean, let me just read this one more time. Let's start from the beginning. Praise the Lord, my soul. Remember in the Old Testament it says, um, honor God or praise God with your, your heart, your mind, or your heart and your soul, right? So praise God, praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all our sins and heals all all our diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with the love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sin deserves or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. Fear meaning this intense respect and reverence. That's what that fear word means. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like the flowers of the field. The winds blow over it, and it is gone, and it is place, its place remembers it no more. But for everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love 
is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children, children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. So remember here, so like the blessings will pass down from generation to generation, just as curses also pass down. So the Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you, his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, all his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. You see, if people read these passages, how powerful that would be. And this is why politics, politicians, leaders in all of time don't want people to read the Bible. They need to keep the peasants ignorant because they don't want them to know the blessings and everything that they have, their true inheritance. And they certainly don't want them to know who God really is because God lives by principles and they don't want the people to know that. Now, Joshua thirteen fourteen. You know, it's funny when we ended, I kind of thought, okay, we were done with the battles, taking over land. No, 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 no. There was still a lot of land to occupy. But it's funny how it starts in the beginning of chapter 13. It says, when Joshua had grown old, that's how it starts. Joshua's old. The Lord said to him, you are now very old and there are still very large areas of the land to take over. <laughs> that's funny. So then we move down into chapter 13 and it talks about who gets what or what. Oh, no, it tells what lands still need to be taken. Oh, my goodness. This is the land that remains. All the regions of the Philistines, the Geshurites from yada, yada, yada. So many lands. Okay. Um, and then. Uh, very large be taken over. Okay. But, but the rest of the chapter, he describes who gets what in the inheritance. So if you like reading lists and late names and you find it fascinating, then I would say, go ahead and read it because it's going to tell which groups get, which, which clans, which families get, which areas. Okay. Enjoy that reading. And then we move on to chapter 14, which is also the story of who gets what land. But remember when Moses sent out those spies and a couple of the spies came back and said, no, 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 we can't go into Jericho because it's just, there's, they're, they're, it's too dangerous. They put fear in the people. Fear, God doesn't, uh, do you know how many times, 365 times it says, fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not, because God does not, cannot operate when people have a state of fear. So these spies came in and put fear on the people, except for, was it Caleb? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, now the people of Judah approached Joshua at Gilgal and Caleb, son of, yep, 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 yep. So it was Caleb. And he says, and he reminded he reminded Joshua that Moses had promised him some land. So he says, so he went to Joshua and says, remember when Moses promised? promised? Well, of course Joshua remembered. Um, yep, yep, yep. So here I am. So this is, this is Caleb. So here I am, 85 years old. I am still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I'm just as vigorous to go out to battle now as I was then. 
Now give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. You yourself heard then that the Anakites were there and their cities were large and fortified, but the Lord helping me, I will drive them out just as he said. Then Joshua blessed Caleb and gave him Hebron as his inheritance. Super cool, right? Okay, that was Joshua 13, 14, Psalms 103, and Acts 14. Hope you enjoyed that. Have a great day.